Look, obviously, we didn't do enough to have success today on the field. You got to give credit to that team. Obviously, they played better, made plays when they had to. All right, there are some things that we could do in the game better, give us you know, a better chance. Look, ultimately, all right, it wasn't good enough. All right, I'm proud of the team for things they've done and fought through and stayed together as a team this year. Ultimately, it's not good enough. The fans deserve better. It doesn't meet our expectations as a program. It's not going to be acceptable. And the things we have to correct, we're going to start on immediately going forward in the future and the start of the next season. All right, that being said, I'll answer any questions you may have. How confident are you that you're going to be able to have the opportunity to go move forward? I'm not going to worry about these hypotheticals right now, Jordan. I appreciate it. I understand it's going to be the question of the day. I right, just understand it kind of follows on my, you know, baseline answer of the hypotheticals. So, Can you, can you explain the thought process behind those uh, two QB sneaks you guys ran? Yeah, so we were backed up. We had a shot on the play action to get the ball out in the flat. Okay, we got to make the throw and hit the guy right there. Eli was open there. Would have been a good shot coming off the, you know, the goal line there to get us some yardage and get some space. And then ultimately, look, we we're backed up. I wanted to get room. We we're going to push it on forward. I wasn't going to live through what happened last, last week in Chicago. So we're going to give ourselves room for the punt. We did that. We gave ourselves room for the punt. We protected it. We covered well. We played the field position situation I want to play. We held them on the next drive, and that's the way we want to go ahead and play that. Now, do we want to do that all the time we're backed up? No, but that was a situation of the day with where we were, and I want to make sure that, you know, the things that we had issues with last week in Chicago, that that was not going to repeat itself. Well, I'm having faith in your players. I mean, do you feel like that shows faith, though? Well, I think it shows faith in the fact that way I knew we were going to cover the kick and then play defense right there. So in the situation of what it was, that's how I wanted to play right there, Dan. So. You're going to get to work immediately on, on fixing this stuff. What, what's at the top of the list there? There's a number of things, guys. There's a number of things. Obviously, we have to have better offensive production. Okay, So we'll go through you know, the evaluation process and get into that. Um, there's a number, number of other things on the list as well. I'm not going to go through a full diagnosis. Um, I don't think it takes much thinking to go ahead and list the offense production as an obvious thing we've got to correct immediately around here. Coach, on the first possession, fourth and one, you ran a vertical play as opposed to going up the gut. Their linebacker came through unblocked. Was it just they made a good defensive play, or was there something that you thought you could see in the scheme that? There was something we saw on tape in terms of how those defensive ends have played in those situations, in terms of taking it, and some success some other teams have had off similar plays with these guys. They made a better play. They got us right there. Um, you know, obviously we adjusted. We don't want to have that happen again. We start working more vertical. Coach, that Galladay vertical. What happened there? It looked like Fromm had him, and the Galladay misjudged that or something. Or what did you see on that vertical? That, From that what I saw, just see it was outside of his reach right there. I just looked at his outside of his reach right there, yeah. Joe, when, when do you expect to sit down with John Mara and have a conversation about the state of things and the typical end-of-season conversation? Well, it'll definitely be this week. I'll keep that between us internally in terms of when something's scheduled. How Joe, far away or close do you think this team is to being a contender? Well, I made a statement last week, and when I talk to you guys, I'll tell you the truth. So I told you last week, I know that we're closer than we are further away. Okay, so I'll leave it at that right there. I know the targets are things we have to fix. We have to get moving in the right direction. I talked last week at length, okay, which I'm sure everybody here's, you know, listened to several times by now, all right, about, you know, the things that are going in the right direction of this program. We have to build on those things. And the things that we have to fix, we have to fix immediately. That's just the nature of what it's going to be, guys. Joe, is, um, your team lost six straight games to end this. Is it in some ways a relief to end this season now and kind of move forward and try to build? You know, the funny thing about this is, you know, there's only one team every year, no matter what the results are, that has a happy ending to their season. That's just the reality of it. You know what I mean? And when you get to the stretch of the season, it's a long season, it's a grinding season. And you build relationships and you go through all the grind with a lot of players that you really build and support, you know, and really rely on each other, right? So at the end of anything like this, I don't think there's ever for any of the other 31 teams, 
you know, any feeling of relief to be done. I know for me personally, it doesn't matter what the situation is. Okay, you're playing last year, we're playing for a different situation. Uh, teams have been part of it in the past, and you're playing to keep advancing or, or get to the final, whatever it may be. You know, but this year is really no different. You know, mentally, you're always trying to stretch it out. You know, when you walk in every week, you're thinking, okay, this could be my last opportunity to coach a guy on a Wednesday, a Thursday, a Friday. You're trying to extend those things, trying to make sure you don't waste those opportunities. Personally, that's how I feel. So I've, I've felt in every postseason game I've ever played, last year's finale, including this year, okay? You look at guys, there's a lot of guys you know that are not under contract, right? There's a business element to this. You don't have a crystal ball, know exactly what the future holds. And you look at those guys that, you know, you obviously have strong ties to and bonds to, and you try to soak up every second you get with those guys. And you want to see them have success. You want to make sure that you do everything you can to give them an opportunity to get, you know, their, their hard work rewarded. Okay, that's a big part of it right there. But, you know, to me, you know, as I've been taught before, like, you know, hey, look, it's always a crash landing except for one team. Did today feel, was there any more pressure coaching today's game? Was it a more difficult game to coach given the stakes? Maybe your job, other jobs are on the line. Again, I don't get into all the hypotheticals. My focus all week was on Washington. My focus was on our players. I owe it to them. I owe it to the organization not to get distracted by outside noise. Okay, that's the reality of what it is. All right, you're in the National Football League. It's high stakes, guys. Every game's important. Every game's important. Okay. It's important to play the first game the same as the last game. We talk time about playing every play the same regardless of situation or circumstance. All right, we always take that approach. We take that attitude. And I talk to you guys all the time. You guys always want to know what roller coaster we ride. But we don't do that. We, we stay right here as an organization, as a team. All right, we came in every week, whether it was Monday or it was a you know, situation that came in on Wednesday. We get after the tape, and we keep it as what are the facts? What's on tape? What's the truth? What did we do well we got to build on? What are things we have to improve on? And that's really our focus going forward right now. Look back at the season. What are things that we did well? What are things we can build on? What are things we have to improve on? And obviously you start with what you have to improve on. You narrow that down. You attack it with a plan of how you're going to make that better. Okay? You map out how you're going to go down the course of that action. And then you go ahead and you identify from what we're going to build on, how do we tie that into while we're adjusting things we have to make better. Um, late, late in the week, um, Ron Rivera said that he was upset by some of the things you said last week. You can talk to Ron about that right there, guys. You can talk to Ron about that. Okay, I've talked to Ron myself. We talked on a field. Like, look, um, you can ask him about that. What did How you do you think about you him on the field about that, John? What's that? Did you try to clarify it when you no. talked on the field about No, I'll keep that? anything I said to Ron between me and Ron. That's the way I am with everybody. What have you learned after two years now being a head coach versus what you expected versus what this reality has turned into? Well, a whole lot, a whole lot. And this is probably a you know, better answer for a later time. You know, I can tell you, you know, last year, and I'm not going to go into diagnosis of everything, but last year there are a number of things that I learned of how to do on the job. Okay, a lot of things you learn, you know, of how to go ahead and operate within it. You know, probably this year some of the things I learned, there's a lot more of what not to do, to be honest with you. All right? And some of it was, you know, things that I was involved in or something that I've observed. But there are a lot of things this year that, you know, obviously the results aren't what we wanted. So while there's a number of things I learned of how to do it, there's also a number of things I've learned of that'll never happen again. Like there's a list of things that are just tattooed. You know, you touch that hot plate, you learn it's hot, right? You ain't going to touch that thing again. So there's a number of things right there that, you know, I've got from this year that I absolutely understand that, you know, sometimes more valuable lesson is you learn what you can't do again or what you can't allow to happen again, okay? So I file everything, okay? I file everything in terms of what I learn. Everything's an experience, everything's a lesson. The important thing with whatever happens, any lesson you learn, is that you move forward with it and make the right decisions going forward with the information that you've gathered and learned. Sure, we, we, all, saw, more. we all saw Dave taking pictures with his family. I think it's you know, not really a secret that it's probably going to change at GM. I mean, how does that impact you if there is a change at GM? Again, look, 
I'm not going to get any hypotheticals. I'll let Dave speak for Dave. Okay. I'll let Dave speak for Dave. On the, it was actually on this date two years ago where you were introduced as head coach and you kind of laid out your vision as to where you thought you guys were going to go. Do you feel two years later that you have to defend the progress that you guys have made or at least the progress that you see that you've made? In terms of like two years to date or anything, or I don't really get too sentimental about anything like that, but in terms of defending, uh, look, no. I'm not in the mode of defending anything. I'm more in the mode of just looking at, you know, what's the truth, what's the reality, and where are we at? You know, where do we have to to get where we want to go? What do we have to improve on immediately? And that's really the mode I'm in. You know, sit on down, lay out the plan. You know, look, I'm the harshest self-critic I could be, okay? Before I get to anybody else, any player, any other coach, I always start with myself. What could I have done better? What am I not doing well enough that I have to adjust? I always start with that. And then I have to look externally of, okay, what else has to be adjusted? What else has to be fixed? So as we go through this process, we got to make sure we make all the necessary adjustments. And obviously, look, the fans deserve better than what we gave them this year. Our team deserve better than what we accomplished this year. I have much higher expectations as a team. I'm never going to compromise or negotiate on that. All right, my expectations are what they are. But as I said a number of times, I'm very proud of a lot of things our team has done through a lot of adversity this year. There's a lot of circumstances they've handled without blinking. I'm very proud of that. Okay, I'm very proud of that. Ultimately, it wasn't good enough. Okay, and my focus right now is already on next season immediately and changing everything we have to and making every necessary adjustment that we come out here next year and we play the type of football and have the exact results that we want to have as an organization. How much does that mean overhauling the offense? I'm not going to go into any specifics right now, Jordan, in terms of you know hypotheticals. I've already identified you know, the obvious critical first need would be to improve our offense production. wasn't good enough.